Welcome. So I'm Kelly Berry. I am the VP of Operations here at Fitness Revolution. And at FR, we empower fitness business owners to build and grow profitable businesses that they are passionate about. Um, and we do that through our combination of our coaching process, our content, and our proprietary fitness business alignment system. Um, and through all of those, we provide the long-term solution to burnout. Um, and I want to thank Thank you for watching today or listening today. Um, welcome you to our brand new content series that we are calling What's Working Now. Um, this is just where we're going to surface and share things that our coaching partners, we call them CPs, um, what they're doing, how they're getting it done, um, and some best practices. I'm really excited uh, to get this going. It's something that I've wanted to do for a long time. Um, and I think that these conversations are going to be uh, really informative and enlightening and create a ton of value. So I'm excited to do that. Um, so we're going to kick it off. The first one with Pamela McElroy. Uh, so Pamela is my colleague. She is one of our success coaches here at FR, but she's also uh, a business owner, a super smart and successful fitness business owner. Uh so she has no idea that I'm going to do this, but I'm going to share some what I call like fun facts about Pamela. So Pamela was actually FR's very first coaching client uh, back in 2006 is when we started working with her in that capacity. Um, she was the 19th CrossFit affiliate, which I think some people that'll kind of blow your mind. But uh, when she first got into um, running her gym initially, she was a CrossFit affiliate. Um, she's now her gym is urban athlete in Philadelphia. And Pamela just celebrated 17, 17, 17 years, yeah, 17 years. Yeah. Uh, so that's that's really, really awesome. Um, in addition to all of that, uh I mentioned she's one of our success coaches. She's one of our high-performance mastermind coaches, and uh, she's been doing that role, we'll say, for like about the past 12 years. Um, we're, that timeline is uh, not as solid, but <laughs> it's close. Um, yeah, so uh, this may or may not be a fun fact, but we think we have enough information that is probably likely true. She's probably coached more one-on-one -on -one fitness business coaching sessions than anyone on the planet. Um, she's been doing it so long, um, so that's really awesome. She's also a huge advocate for philanthropy. Uh, she heads up our Revolution for a Cause initiative here at FR that has raised over a million dollars, so that's amazing. Spends a lot of her time volunteering, serving on various boards, um, and probably a lot more. So to say that she's got a lot to um, add and offer is probably a pretty big understatement. But so she's an amazing teammate and coach. I've known her personally and professionally for just about all of that time. Um, so I can't wait to have this conversation today. Wow. Well, Pamela. Yeah. Thank you. I want to give you the opportunity. Do you have anything to add? <laughs> I mean, you hit most of the marks. Um, I'll add that, you know, I have my two awesome kids mm -hmm. because like they've affected some of the way yeah. this has gone over the last 17 years. Um, you know, so my husband and, and my kids, we live just outside the city. Um, and that's the only thing I'll add. I think you've got the rest. Yeah, definitely. A mom. And I think we'll get into that when we talk about your topic today. Uh, and, and, you know, I think everybody feels like they uh, are short on time these days, but with everything I just, uh, listed about you that you have going on, plus your mom. Um, you know, that's 
that's just a part of what uh, plays into capacity and what you have the ability to get done. So we'll get into that. Um, but today I'm talking to Pamela about networking. And I think Pamela has a pretty interesting um, view, I guess, or angle on this right now and how she's doing this. I think networking is one of those things. I'm a coach. Pamela's a coach. We know we talk to a lot of our coaching partners about doing this. It doesn't always get uh, received really well. It's something I think people are hesitant about. They have maybe some like misaligned expectations about what networking actually is. I think everybody thinks I've got to get business cards. I've got to go to a chamber meeting. Um, but networking can look a lot of different ways. So excited to hear what you have to say about it. Um, so, yeah, I guess just tell me what have you been doing um, with networking for your business right now? Um, well, if it's okay, I'd like to kind of go back maybe like 10 years. Because yeah. I think it sets the foundation as to why it's, how you said, um, like some people think it's this way and that it can be a variety of different things. And I think the way that I've done it over the years then was a way and definitely a different way today. Mm-hmm. Um, so initially my networking was just like going out and making connections with business owners. And my intention was, what can I do for them? What can they do for us? And like, how can we showcase or get in front of more people. Um, At the time, initially, like that included the business association and going to like weekly and monthly meetings and going to evening events and a whole bunch of other things, hosting events, um, you know, circling through a variety of hosting with a restaurant or um, a clothing store, just people whom I've met throughout the years that were aligned in some way with some of the things that I was either personally or professionally. Um, I will be completely transparent and say that uh, I said earlier, I have two kids. So about seven years ago, I stopped doing all the networking. (laughs) Um, I didn't have time to do it. I uh, particularly, you know, once our second child was born, I didn't want to be doing it in the evenings. Like it just, it's different. Um, Mm -hmm. But I also realized uh, probably, you know, about the beginning of this year, maybe towards the end of last year, that one of the things that we did really well to help with leads and just some brand recognition was networking. And I wasn't doing that. And since it worked so well, it didn't make sense to not, try to figure out a way to bring it back. Mm -hmm. So um, about two months ago, maybe. So it hasn't been very long since I've gotten back into it. But um, I I mean, basically, I just went with the mindset that I'm going to start to have conversations again. Mm -hmm. Um, You know, I I promised myself I wasn't going to talk about COVID, but it like there's a little bit of that in there, too. (laughs) Like everybody stopped doing things. and stop talking to people and stop figuring out like how to make things happen. And, you know, I'm completely part of that picture. So I literally walk out the door uh, of the gym at least once a week and whichever direction I decide to go. And I make sure that I stop in and talk to two business owners. Yeah. Um, And, or, you know, I've reached out to people that I used to do something with, if it makes sense, uh, I'm receiving 
um, invitations to do things that I'm no longer just flat out turning down. Mm-hmm. If it makes sense, like I should be doing them, finding a way to make it work. Um, and really that's it. So I look at networking as just talking and in a different way, which I think is unique too. I'm looking at networking as just an extension of our branding. Yeah. Tell me more about that. The, so, the extension of your branding part. Yep. Um, I know it sounds a little weird. Like, how does that work? Um, but in my mind, it's, um, you know, if people don't know about you or they forget about you, the only way to help them with that is to share the story. So I look at it as, is you know, if that conversation goes in a direction where we can co-host an event together, then our face or our logo, not, you know, our logo's face, whatever you want to, however mm-hmm. you want to reference it, You're right. is going yeah. to be presented with another business. So then their circle sees it. Um, or, you know, we used to do a lot with restaurants and salons and not so much now, but we do have a protein smoothie, post-workout protein smoothie at our local juice room. And it's called the Urban Athlete. And that was their decision. And like, so every time someone goes in there, like the name is right there, whether mm-hmm. people order it a whole bunch, I'm not sure. But, you know, why is it called that? Where is that place? And so I find that when the other business or someone else is able to talk about us in a way that I want the community to hear about us, that that's just, that's the brand being delivered, mm-hmm. but not necessarily by myself or, or staff. Yeah. 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 So a couple of things that I really like about like what you said, and I know you will know where I'm going with this, but one of the questions we ask internally a lot and to our CPs a lot is like, how can I? And so uh, instead of having the, I guess, a mindset or the attitude like, you know, I have two kids, I have a gym to run, I'm a coach, I do a bazillion other things, I can't network anymore. It's like, how can I? Maybe it doesn't look the same that it used to look for you specifically, but how can you still do it? Because it was something that worked so well and something that you know will provide maybe not like very like specific quantifiable results, you know, maybe it will, but you know that it's like um, helping you build those relationships. So I like the way that you were like, maybe, maybe I am not able to do some of the things the way that I used to be able to in the past, but how can I do this? Because I know it's really important. So I really like that, how you're just like finding a way. Um, The other thing that I like is, um, and it's a little bit different from how we've kind of like coached people to um, approach it in the past, but, you know, just going out to have a conversation, um, not really having an agenda, not really having an ask, but just a, Hey, this is who I am. This is what I do. And um, I just want you to know about us. And I think conversations like that are really powerful because they let you explore. Whereas if you go in with an agenda, sometimes um, it's more of a, well, we, we're not into that or we can't do that. And then it kind of shuts down the conversation. So I really like that too. Yeah. Um, I mean, it's funny that I'm choosing this as an, as an option for the business because it's not actually my strength at all. Um, Despite, I mean, I think the people that know me know this, but I am not an extrovert and like going out and speaking to people is not in my comfort zone. Um, But 
in the community that the gym is in, which is in uh, Northeast Philadelphia, like it's a very tight community of people and mm-hmm. like um, the residents and like our clients, they thrive on small business. Like mm-hmm. that's just part of like something that motivates most of them. Um, and so it doesn't make sense for me to abandon that when we used to do it so much. Mm-hmm. And so, you know, a new shop opened um, a couple months ago and a client told me about it. She's like, it's super great, great for little gifts, whatever. And I'm like, all right, you know what? I'm just going to go. And that's how, that's how I started it. Like again, mm-hmm. the second time around, I went in, hi, I'm right behind you. We, we had this little talk found out about Lori. She's really great. Um, and we just ended up talking for like 30 minutes. Mm-hmm. I don't even think maybe 20 of those minutes was, uh, you know, 20 of those minutes were, n- were not even about either of our businesses. Mm-hmm. But that's the point is right. getting to know people so that there's an interest in like, well, let's help each other. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, there's, there's already that common ground of like, she's a woman owned business. I'm a woman owned business. Uh, we're in the same community. We're literally like 40 feet away from each other. That's, you know, a plus, but it's just like strategic partnerships and cross promotions and like just real genuine referrals don't happen unless there's a connection or like mm-hmm. someone knows something about you. Um, and I think it's just really, really important. Yeah. So, um, you know, you mentioned you're, you're not necessarily an extrovert. So what do you do, I guess, to like get in the, the conversation having mode or like motivate yourself to go have these conversations when, you know, it's not naturally probably something that you like are dying to do. What do you do to like overcome the, "Mm, I just don't, I want to, or I'm, I don't know what to say, or I'm afraid or whatever other like self-talk you have. Yeah. Um, So I think it's different every time. Um, You know, if I'm going in to talk to somebody who I know, and it's just been maybe four or five years since I talked to them, like that's something different. It's like Mm -hmm. the intent is to go in and just be like, hey, like I'm still here too. It's really awesome. I want to see how you're doing and what your business is doing. And then for me, it's like, you care about people because you run a service business that tries to improve people's lives. So it makes sense, Pamela, go do it (laughs) and like spread it someplace else. Mm -hmm. With the other example I gave the newer business owner, I mean, it was like, what's she going to say? Like, get out of my store. Mm -hmm. (laughs) Right. Like there's always got to be something, some sort of commonality. And so I think ultimately what I'm saying to myself is like, there's no, there's no bad that's going to come out of this. Right. I might not do anything for my business out of this, but I'm also not necessarily looking for a new best friend. So Mm -hmm. like, I'm just trying to be personable and I have to remind myself of that. Like Mm -hmm. just trying to be personable because you run a service-based business and like people need to know about you or despite being in business for 17 years, like you, like you need something to stay in business. Yeah. Yeah. So the way that I would kind of describe that is on like an individual conversation level, the stakes are pretty low. You know, you're, you're just trying to go have a conversation. 
you're not necessarily, you know, if you don't have a goal or an, or a next step, then it's really kind of like a no-fail situation. But the upside or the opportunity from having these conversations is pretty good. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, I mean, yeah. hands down. Yeah. Awesome. Um, so can we also rewind just a little bit and talk about um, when you were doing it 10 years ago, like what what was different in your approach then? Yeah, we'll stop there. What was different in your approach then? Um, I think a lot of like introductions had been made for me initially. So usually a client would be like, oh, hey, you have to get to know this person. And then mm-hmm. they would say, so I'm hosting this dinner. You should come. I'll introduce you. And it kind of felt a little bit like blind dating. Mm-hmm. Um, and then eventually, because someone else was pushing for a partnership, like it it did in, in essence, make it a little bit easier. Mm-hmm. It's just that all those things at the time were like, let's do cooking classes, but they need to be on the nights at night and on the weekends. Mm-hmm. Uh, let's do a shopping event, which again, for most people to go needs to be nighttime or weekend. Um, and there was very little that I was doing that was during the day. Um, and, you know, it was just easier because, okay, I'm going to go do that. I'm going to do that. There was no schedule. I had to like be responsible f- for anybody else, you know, of, mm-hmm. um, and it was, um, I guess it was just that a, a greater portion of it was initiated by someone else. So it was easy to kind of just tag along. Yeah. Now it's, now it's not so much that it's um, me recognizing uh, like when we were doing certain things, I had this amount of leads or I was asked to do like the business was asked to do more things in events that happened within the community. Mm-hmm. Um, and it didn't make sense to your one question a couple minutes ago is like not trying to figure out how to make it work with a new landscape. Mm-hmm. Yep. yep. I really do think it's all about, you know, we are big proponents of like tapping into your network and having a network and um, knowing who those people are. So I think, you know, ultimately it's just expanding um, your network, getting to know people on a personal level, and then um, kind of like creating a situation where when opportunities come up that people think of you, that they uh, reach out to you. Um, So it's just kind of like a more like organic, genuine, network building, um, I guess I would call like strategy. I think so. Um, it's, it's for me right now, it's actually less about coming out with an outcome, Mm -hmm. um, so that everything that happens after that conversation is organic, Mm -hmm. um, kind of with the mindset or the belief that if it's less forced, it'll work out better if it's supposed to. Mm-hmm. Um, I know that that starts to like tread very lightly on like hope is you know, right. Let's go. Let's go with hope. I'm not hoping anything. Right. I just think that there's like a genuineness and a more organic kind of like 
I legitimately want our business to be a part of the community mm-hmm. um, because our business is so community centric. Yep. Yep. So do you have any, since it's more organic and there's not really any next steps, do you have kind of your own plan to uh, like visit these people on kind of a recurring basis, check in with them? Um, yeah. What does that look like for you right now? So, I mean, some of the conversations that I've had already have led to um, like, let's, let's consider this mm-hmm. uh, and totally initiated by the other business owner. And so those are not things that we're going to be doing in the summertime, um, July and August. It doesn't make sense for us to try to do that, but we have them on the schedule at a time that works for them. And so for, for those types of scenarios, like I, it's in a Google, it's on the Google calendar, like Mm -hmm. remember to follow up with so-and-so. I'm also kind of like, not with real good strategy, but um, with our social media, I'm connecting with those people after our conversation. And then when they are sharing or like posting something or sharing something that I think our our internal community can resonate with. I'm just organically sharing it. Mm -hmm. I didn't go in and say, Hey, I'll share with you on social media. Mm -hmm. Most kind of like I took on this mindset where on most Wednesdays, I'm going to find a way to promote another small business. Uh, No no one asked me to do it. Um, I don't know what's going to come of it, but it's kind of like that first conversation. Nothing bad can happen from it. Mm Yeah, I think that's awesome, too, especially like non-solicited. It it really feels like a it's organic, you know, and it's genuine, which I think uh, those two things have come up a few times mm-hmm. in this conversation. But, um, yeah, and I mean, as a small business, it's so nice when people do that for you, even when it's clients, you know, every share or every every mention that gets you in front of a few more eyes. It's just like so appreciative. So I can imagine that those small businesses um have been really appreciative of that too. So, yeah, I mean, I agree when, when we get tagged in things that I didn't ask someone to do it, I'm, I'm like, (laughs) you know, like, (laughs) uh, and, you know, it's funny because you would think that after being in the same business for 17 years, that like those things wouldn't really be all that exciting, but I think it's actually validation or proof Mm -hmm. that like what we're doing is working and like it's being impactful and it's doing what it's like, I'm doing what I'm supposed to be doing. So Mm -hmm. in order to be able to keep doing that, I need people to be doing what they're doing on their own. Yeah. Awesome. Well, um, I think this has been great. I think uh, it's a great topic, a great approach. I think for a lot of people who have been hesitant to network or um, say that they're going to do it, but continually like kind of find that excuse of why it's not the right time or they don't have time, that this approach um, can be just like really valuable. And this, like the way that you're thinking about it and doing it, I think is really neat too. So I think it's awesome. Thank you. And I think like, you know, for anybody that is in that boat, it's 
to really just go back to like, it's just talking and like, don't Mm -hmm. like, I haven't committed to a weekly networking group meeting where Mm -hmm. every Thursday at nine o'clock I have to show up. And on the fourth Thursday, I have to bring breakfast, right? Like (laughs) (laughs) I can't do it right now, Mm -hmm. but like, if it's just like, just go talk to one person and then go just talk to the next person, even if it's just one person a week, like Mm -hmm. I think, like that's so much more doable and manageable and, you know, start with people that, you know, even mm-hmm. if you already had a conversation, just have be more intentional about it. Yep. And then it'll open the doors to knocking on the doors of the people that you have never met before. Yep. Gives you a little bit of confidence that, yeah, you know what you're doing, you're doing the right thing that, um, yeah, that it's going to have an impact. So Awesome. Well, thank you so much. I appreciate you being um, willing to share and excited again about this What's Working Now content. Um, So thanks, Pamela, and we'll talk to you later. Okay. Thanks. Bye. Bye.